News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Today is the deadline for the government to submit Ireland's first progress report on the implementation of its National Energy and Climate Plan uh, under EU law. Oshin Coughlin, Chief Executive of Friends of the Earth. I suppose this marks the first real kind of point of accountability for the government on its climate change policy. How are we going to be doing, do you think? Well, it's a really, it's, as you say, it's a key moment of accountability. This process is happening for all member states around Europe, which is what makes it different to our own internal processes here of the Climate Change Advisory Council, or the, or the Oireachtas. This will be looked at by the Commission and by lots of European think tanks, which will come back with their, with their take on it. And then we have to revise our plan in light of the higher targets we all have now for 2030. So it is the main way that the EU member states plan to meet our 2030 targets and then hold each other to account for the actions to do that. Okay. So that's, that's the, that's the, that's the uh, plan. That's uh, how how are we likely to score? Well, I mean, the government has been increasingly talking to t- the talk, but we're not, we're kind of crawling the walk rather than walking the walk or even what we need to be doing, which is, is, is running. So we heard Leo Radker say very recently that this, this climate action needs to, you know, lead to a rethink of how we work, how we travel, how we use our land, how we get our energy. It needs system change. That's the sort of language that we've been talking. It's fantastic to hear him say that. But it's not yet translating on the ground. There's lots of plans, but we haven't yet seen the delivery, or more to the point, the impact, because they, the government themselves released an internal report a few weeks ago which said, we've done 80% of the things we said we'd do in the 2021 Climate Action Plan, but emissions are still rising. Yeah. And what that meant was, like, they're ticking off lots of the small things, like set up a working group, you know, talk between departments, but they're not ticking off the big things. Get in the public transport, get in the, the cycleways, get in the retrofitting, uh, get, get rid of coal, get off gas as fast as possible. We're not yet seeing that impact on the ground. The government needs to really step up its action. It has only a year, a year and a half left. It has, ve- it has now legally binding targets in national law for the period of this government, basically up to 2025. And we've used, the figures suggest, we've used half of that uh, allowance in the first two years out of five. So we're not on track. Okay, uh, you've cited congestion charges as one area where the government has failed to act quickly. Well, enough. this was an example. I mean, it's congestion and traffic more broadly. Like the, the government has signed up itself. I mean, it, it decided this last year that it was going to reduce overall emissions by half, transport emissions by half, and that that meant by the 2030 we had to reduce car journeys by 25%. So not push the cars off the road, but go from where three quarters of all our journeys are by car to half our journeys are by car. But that means making big changes on the roads, giving more space to public transport and to cycling and walking. And the Minister for Transport brought um, a plan to bring a memo to Cabinet uh, last week, which was going to be signalling that they were starting a strategy, drafting a strategy as to how to achieve that. And there was a menu of options. And the place went ballistic. Uh, suddenly, Fianna Fáil and Fine Gael said, hang on a second, we, almost like saying, we didn't know that's what it meant when we said we'd reduce emissions in half by 2030. And in the end, that memo was pulled from Cabinet at the last minute uh, last Tuesday. And so if the government isn't even ready to start talking about how we meet the targets on transport that we've already signed up to, what chance have we got of actually meeting them? We had a discussion yesterday on the show about that news that the EU was going to sort of bring in moves that you'd have to have at least an E-raising by 2030 and in your home and that there would you know, there'd be further uh, improvements on that over, over the uh, the years beyond 2030. Kieran and I had a, a debate about it. Uh, I said it was reasonable. Kira thought it was putting too much of a, a strain on people. I have to tell you, Oshin, not one person who got in touch with the show agreed with me. Uh, like, if I wonder, is the government thinking, there's no support for this? 
Well, I mean, it's certainly the case that it's easier to for government and for people to take on a big abstract challenge like, oh, yes, let's cut our pollution. And it's more challenging when you get when you have to do a plethora of things across lots of areas. And it's very challenging, absolutely, for households to make the choices and, and the decisions that may mean you get an electric car or use the bus instead of a, of a car are, are, are retrofit. I absolutely accept those challenges are really hard. The first thing to say, of course, is that these regulations from the Europe are from or even from our own parliament are on government. They're not on individuals. No individual is going to be penalised for not cutting their emissions. The task of government is to make it basically easier and accessible and affordable for more and more of us to do yeah. it. That whenever we have a choice to make, it's easier for us to make the less polluting choice. But I, I accept it. It is really challenging. You tend, of course, rightly, the people who, who tend to call up shows like this or any other are the ones who are facing challenges. And I totally accept that the, the retrofitting one is a challenge. And we actually have released a big report today uh, on, on energy poverty and retrofitting saying the government schemes, challenging and laws they are for all of us, aren't focused enough on those most at risk of energy poverty, which is kind of chimes what the EU is saying. Let's go to those who have the, the leakiest coldest, most expensive homes to eat and those okay. most of You're, you're being quite them. diplomatic. I'd go further. I don't think Irish people give a monkeys about global warming. But they, do in, they do in the abstract, but they don't want to do anything that involves actually changing things. I'm, I'm glad to be able to say that the evidence doesn't suggest that in two ways. I, I really agree that they, like, taking the steps are challenging, but all, like, there's far, far more polling on climate now than there used to be. Not just the headline polls that say it's always coming in a third or fourth in, in the like in, in the urgent priorities, people like along with healthcare and, and COVID in the past and cost of living, it's there after that, before the economy, before jobs, before crime, before the refugee challenge, climate change is, is there. And then we, there's a lot more polling saying that they, when it's the individual items, that they like the idea of it. I think the challenge is how do we get from A to B? And the supports aren't, aren't yet there for people to make that, to make that possible. Okay. But, but all the evidence from other places shows that when you get there, whether it's like pedestrianised town centres or whether it's heat pumps and, and no fossil fuel in your homes people prefer it it's warmer homes lower bills cleaner air and it's, it's more livable cities OK uh, Leo Varadkar famously described this as a laggard I mean are we in danger of becoming a pariah in, in, in Europe if we continue going the way we are going No I'm glad you mentioned that it's actually just over five years since he stood up in the European Parliament and, said, and admitted that Ireland was a laggard we have come some way since then we're not by any means a leader but we have come some way but now if, he, if he's to kind of live up to the, that, that, the promise he made then to make that journey from laggard to leader he now has a year 18 months to re- deliver real change on the ground. Oshin Cochran, Chief Executive of Friends of the Earth, thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast this morning. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.